Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. G'day, Paddy and Rob Palmer. This is our podcast for Monday, the 27th of February. Weekend whinge, got it off your chest. It's always good if something's gone wrong and you want to get it off your chest. Just ring one, two, three, five, three every Monday. You just have a crack at it. Yeah. You might have been stuck on a tarmac for six hours in Central Australia. Oh, how bad would that oh, be? Oh, with three kids. Imagine that on oh, a plane. No food. Oh, oh, in a plane. Help me. The smell. Jeez, I tell you what. Look, there were issues this morning. Uh, UFC fighter from the Central Coast, Jamie Malarkey, came in because, look, he called me out post-fight on that Sunday in Perth. Now you said to me just a moment ago, make sure, Bisping, that you ask me who I want to fight next. Yeah. So, who do you want to fight next? Did you I'm reckon? glad you asked, Bisping. There's this lad that thinks he can't get knocked out because yeah. of where he's from. Yeah. 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 Paddy, get in the cage with me and I'll put that siasage into yeah. the test, son. Oh, and, I, and I said, I fight Friday, pal. You know what, on Only Friday? Fridays. He went, <laughs> Never he didn't turned come up. in. Didn't turn <laughs> Didn't turn up. Uh, anyway, well, I'm not fighting Monday yeah. either. Also, he was canvassing other people from Narara just to see. <laughs> who is the rich person who has got mega amounts of money in super? We're talking $544 million. One Australian has. That's a tidy little nest egg. I reckon Gina. What about Clive Palmer? Twiggy. Twiggy, could be. Okay, that's all coming up on our podcast for Monday, 27th of February. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. This is the news that doesn't make the news. It should be in the news instead of the other news. Yes, good morning, Roberts. Morning, Patrick. What do you got for us? Well, there's a remarkable story emerging out of China oh. uh, this past week, leaving millions on social media in disbelief over the bizarre case of wrong identity. Right. A man has been found alive after his family thought they had cremated him. How long after the cremation do you think they've pick this bloke up. Oh, 10 years? 11. Okay. You were close. close. You were close. Yeah, not too bad. Wasn't gonna be a, wasn't going to be a couple of days, was it? No. 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 So they basically, the body was discovered in the weeds beside a road and they'd brought that body in and they thought it was grandpa. Two of the family members identified it as grandpa. They bar- they cremated grandpa. As grandpa. Said goodbye to grandpa. Yeah. And then yeah. Like <laughs> authorities- Jesus. He rose again. In Chongqing on Wednesday, revealed an old man behaving abnormally, reported to police. They took him in, couldn't determine his identity. He refused to answer questions. After several checks, it turns out he was a man who went missing in 2014 after escaping from a hospital after being sent there by his nursing home. It was him. His grandson, who saw the missing missing person's poster of this man, uh. recognised the likeness to his grandfather. Went, Gee, that looks like grandpa, but we cremated him 11 years ago. Turns out it was Grandpa. So the big question is, who'd they who'd cremate? They, who'd they burn? <laughs> Bloody hell. Cover that up. Holy jeez. Yeah, they would. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, there's a picture of him in a blue suit oh, there 11 he is. years ago. And oh, then there is him now. New improved version jeez, now. Jeez, I tell you what. Look, data has revealed there are 27 lucky bloody Australians with more than 100 million in super. Wow. Yeah. But a small detail has prompted frenzied speculation as to which rich lister has racked up an eye-watering balance of more than five hundred and forty-four million. Who would it be? In super. In super. Why do you Who? need? Oh, just to live a life. Is Alan Decent. Bond still alive? No. Who do you reckon? Some reckons Gina. Gina Reinhardt. Gina. Um, do you know Clive? Who? Clive. Hey, we're just guessing at this point. Ah, uh, the names they say mining magnates could be Gina, could be Clive Palmer. What about yeah, um, old mate Twiggy? 
Twiggy. Twiggy Forest. Could be Twiggy. Twiggy could be. 54 million. Five, sorry, 544 million in super. And 20, uh, 27 other rich Australians with Obviously, 100 million. You'd be spending that in a hurry before the government. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying to, try to change it. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Robert, we have got something to surpass. Or, you know, if it doesn't, it'll be cl- come close. The Coast Games is coming up very, very soon. Akin to the Olympics. Very much so. And uh, putting it on, we have got Peter Bray. G'day, Pete. How are you, Pedro? Hey, Robert. So exciting to be here. Thanks Thank for you. taking some time. No worries, buddy. And also, we've got Dr. Dumore, who we've had in the studio many times, Ash Bowden. Dr. Dumore, good morning, mate. Thanks right, for having Ash. me back. Always love being here. Pete, what's happening? What is the, uh, what's the Coast Games about, buddy? Well, the Coast Games are the brainchild between myself and a fellow named, named Woz, where they are, we're the directors of the Coast Games. We kicked it off last year, and uh, we had 96 competitors all come together lift some weights, you know, have a bit of fun on the rower and just have a good time. And it's a day of competitive functional fitness. So when you're competing, you're, you've, you've got your own team. And let's say Paddy and I were to get, to get on the rower. Like, I think we might have done that once before, Paddy. Mm-hmm. He nearly threw up after four minutes. I went saying. too early. Too hard, too fast. He went about 80% all the way from the start, and then you watched him collapse after about two and a half minutes because you've got to be consistent with the rower. I like the sprint stuff, Pete. That's that's me. He does the long distance stuff. He likes to go to the gym and talk a lot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's he's pretty good on the treadmill. (laughs) Yeah. On the stepper. Love the stepper. I was because you can talk and step at the same time. (laughs) That you can do. So what's going on? Tell us how the day's going to work. So we've got two competitions, all fully sold out. Um, The the female comps in the morning, uh, they've got four events they're going to take part in. Rowing, deadlifting, thrusters, all sorts of stuff. And the male comps in the Arvo. And so there's plenty of prizes, all sorts of things. Um, People are competing for cash and a bunch of product from our amazing sponsors. But um, really what... What we love about it is the amount of people who come and watch. And that's what we want to try and do is to get the Central Coast community, anyone who does any sort of fitness, come here and cheer people on. Yeah, and it's the, the Kincumber Indoor Sports Play Centre. And Dr. Ash, what's your involvement with um, the Coast Games, buddy? So I got involved this year as a sponsor because I just love this challenge. And it's an idea to try and get people that are into the gym, um, love keeping active, but don't really have a competition or that sort of competitive thing yep. to get into. And so this is a, a challenge for them, a competition for them. And because I just love promoting exercise and how good it is for us, I thought I'd I'd chip in as a sponsor to give some incentives for the prizes. But it's a great idea. Yeah, people, people without uh, familiarity with gym uh, lifestyle, you mm. can come down, you can watch this, you can get a few tips, you can work out how to do things the right way, right from the word go. Yeah, definitely. And I think... I think, um, yeah, Pete's made a really good point. Like, it'll be such a good vibe when you get there. There'll be so many people and everyone gets involved cheering each other on. There might be movements that people can't do and, like, that's okay as well. Everyone's just supportive and it's a really cool environment. We do encourage you. It's the Coast Games. It's an annual uh, competitive fitness event. It's on at Kincumber Indoor Sports Play Centre. It's on the 2nd of April. Boys, thanks for coming in, letting us know about it. And hopefully a big crowd can rock up and support what the Central Coast is doing. Pedro Bray and also Dr. Ash. Thanks for coming in this nice morning, work, guys. guys. Have you guys. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. You can get in contact with us, 12353. Give us a call. Anything you like. G'day, Brendan from Kalani Bar. Yeah. Hey, Brendo. Hey, guys. How are you going? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. What are you calling about? Oh, look, we uh, we, we run about five teams for the Kalani Soccer Club in the over 35s and 45s competition. Ooh. So we're, uh, we're, we're older gents, having a kick, having a bit of fun on the weekends. Pretty social, very social club, actually. Yep. And um, we're just chasing a few more over 45 players for, for this year for one of our teams. 
Fair enough. Stre- you're stretching those, stretching those Achilles tendons, I hope, every well, day? Well, yeah, they're, yeah, they're tested out over the first few weekends, and uh, it goes to show who's done their pre-season, <laughs> uh, officially doing the, the walks or the runs. But, yeah, no, it's a, it's a real good social environment where all about community and um, having a good time. But, yeah, we just had a, had a few retirees in one of our older teams. And, um, yeah, we're just chasing a few more over 45 players. Rob said, can he, uh, can he play in bubble wrap? Is, is that <laughs> yeah. uh, he can? Well, yeah, we're, we're all sponsored by Danker Rob so, and Nurofen, So <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's, it's just a good, fun social thing. And, um, and guys that want to get out, get back out there and have a kick if they haven't had a play for a while or... If they're uh, if they've still got it and they're over the age of forty five, we'll have you on board. That's Vale Soccer Club. I could imagine Google that, get that on Facebook. It'll give you all the times of training and things like that. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right. thanks, Brenda. Good on you, Brendan. Also, hey, you know, Steve has gone to oh four eight two oh eight one oh double seven. Yeah, and went morning, guys. You were talking about streaming shows, Netflix, etc. I don't even have internet at home. Never have. Okay, <laughs> probably the only person in Australia that doesn't have internet. My neighbours live too far away, so I can't use those theirs oh, like Paddy does. Just, oh, I just use Al's just nothing in Callum's room. You know what? That'd be it'd be blissfully unaware. Steve would be no, but just use your phone. It, you'd have it on your phone, Steve. Surely, surely. You'd have, cool. You got data on your phone. He's managed to work out how to text. Yeah. So there's a start. <laughs> Good on you, Steve. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Gee, it was a nice weekend. Bloody warm. You do the, uh, did you mow? Did I? Oh, I no. got both kids involved this weekend. Did you? Yeah, because I had the 17-year-old Griffey who's going, Dad, why is it I'm always the one that has to do the whippersnipping? I said, why can't you get Branny out to do it? I said, because she's always out doing stuff. And if you're here and I'm you doing do the lawns, you, do it, you help out. Yeah. Well, just can you arrange it so she can do it next time? I said, okay, look, why don't we do this? So anyway, I said to Branny, tomorrow, darling. We are doing the lawns together. And she went, oh, Dad, no. I've gone, yeah, we are. And she goes, well, okay, I can do it if we start at 7 a.m. And then it all became a problem because then Griff was saying that was too early. Yeah, you can't, yeah, for the neighbours. 7 a.m. on a Sunday. No, no. That's no, too early. I think she must have known yeah. that I was not going to be doing it at 7 a.m. Well, yeah, anyway, a, I eventually got her into it. Oh, well, I did the hedge. I only did the hedge on the weekend because they're growing like crazy. And well, actually, it took you five minutes. What did you do for the rest of the weekend? Uh, no, mate. I side it. I go back <laughs> and I zzz up the side. You and get then a I string stand. line out? <laughs> well, that's what Kel suggested because one was a bit dodgy. So I go across yeah. the street and I have a look. I go, oh, oh Not quite right. So I'm going to get someone to cite me properly um, <laughs> the get, next time I do it. Two ladders. Yeah. And just tie a string between them. Yeah, but you know, with what I do, because I've already cut cut the electric cord with you the, grab, uh, you hit the string, <laughs> I'll be chopping it off. Ding. But, um, look, you, you know, we're looking at this last week. Scottish rockers, the Proclaimers, right? They're touring uh, Australia with. Remember their song? I'm going to be play it, play it, play it, play it, play it. Oh, yeah. Now that was done in 1988, right? Sound young. Um, it's landed at the top of Australia charts and set them up for a lifetime one song. Set them up for a lifetime of touring. Song. One song. What did they do in it? I don't know. Anything else? <laughs> I don't know. And the song just song keeps on giving. It landed American charts in 1993 when it featured in the Johnny Depp film uh, Benny and the June. That must have been good. And yeah. in uh, in Shrek as well. So it landed. So you have these other social, well, you know, movies or TV yeah. shows, and people go to it. 
And anyway, so they re-recorded it in 2007 for oh, UK's comic relief charity. Wouldn't have had the same youthful enthusiasm. Oh, no, because as you're getting a bit older. But it has generated an estimated uh, 3.6 million in royalties from more than a half a billion Spotify streams, proving that a classic hit from a CD era can continue to be strong earner in the digital age. And there's so many... Um, well, it's like um, Kate Bush. What was her name? Oh, Kate Bush? Yeah, running up that hill. Was, was it running up that, that hill? hill from Stranger Things? Yeah, Stranger Things. That was and the one. And how many, how many times... And it just got, boom, smashed. It just it hit went, number one again. It went... And then at the moment, too, the Venga Boys. Oh, I know you love this one. Thanks for bringing your CD in. Because yeah. they're touring, right? Oh, this and is, this they've is just finished holiday driving music. Uh, their eighth show run of Australia, 25th <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> what was that one from Kunk on Earth? Pump, pump the jam, yeah, pump, pump it, it up. up. <laughs> we will look at that later on. If you haven't watched Kunk on Earth, and if you're hard at hearing, it's C-U-N-K. Okay, it's... Yeah, C-U-N-K. C-U-N-K. And um, they they got about three three hundred forty nine million Spotify streams with that song, about two point two million in royalties. But they say they enjoy performing to pay off their mortgages. So they're all happening. We've got the Backstreet Boys doing mm. it. I think the Backstreet Boys are doing it with Harry Styles Why next week you? In, in Sydney. Why wouldn't you make a bit of money from the the old song? Everything old is new again. And as I said, I'm like the shirt and I like the haircut, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. It would be a disgrace if you went to see the Bruno Mars concert and left early. Seriously. It Here we re- go. Now, <laughs> half of our office went to Ed Sheeran and all left two to three songs early because they said, we don't want a queue. At least I had a reason. I had an eight-year-old girl asleep on my shoulder. Oh, come on, mate. Jeez, I tell you, you're on the rant, Ted. Oh, my hey, goodness. It is whinge, weekend whinge after eight, mate, not now. Okay. All right. Okay. I've got Because I, <laughs> I think you would. I could imagine. God, it was me last Monday. Now it's you. Jeez, you're on the rantan. No. Um, I tell you. No, I am not. <laughs> He's wild today. He's wild as a march air. He's wild as a march air. Don't set him off. Shane from Empire Bay, do not set him off. Or Mark from Springfield. Look, um, I tell you, on oh. Saturday. What? Mum and Dad went out on the weekend. Yeah, did they get They were worried about the traffic cause because they, you know, the Mardi Gras on. Yeah. Mum and Dad if had this thing on in the city. Mm. And they're like, oh, that's right. Was it around Oxford Street, King's Cross? No, no, happened? no. It was in the city, though. It was at an art gallery. But with everyone. Oh, but just people oh, everywhere. Oh, I love seeing from the Mardi Gras, like Anthony Albanese marched. He he was our first, actually, Prime Minister, sitting Prime Minister yeah. to march. He's done it before, marched in Mardi Gras. But I love seeing the pictures, you know, on the Sunday morning, people trying to get into the taxis and all that sort of stuff. I like seeing the aftermath. <laughs> the after <laughs> shots. Of, of the Mardi Gras. But, yeah, yeah Anthony Albanese, so... Uh, he he marched on Saturday night. Better get this, mate. Okay. Hello, Triple M. Greetings and salutations, sensitizers. It's your favourite politician and frequent flyer, Mr. Overseasy. Paddy and Rob, hello. <laughs> Mr. Overseasy, good morning. And I saw you marching at the Mardi Gras on Saturday night in Sydney. Yes, How about that? It. I became the first sitting Prime Minister. Yeah. No, that's sitting. Right. If you're hard of hearing, there's <laughs> no, no H no. in that word. No, yeah. I became the first sitting Prime Minister down, to yeah. take part in the Mardi Gras on good Saturday to, night. Good, good to see you, Mr. Overseas. Did you enjoy the night? 
Seriously, it yeah. was superb and beyond sensational. Good to it's hear. so great to see the community join together and celebrate diversity in sexuality. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a long march. You looked pretty comfortable during the parade, sir. Yes. Well, I chose to wear a button-up shirt yeah. with a nice pair of slacks yeah. and some comfortable shoes. No. <laughs> some insiders suggested I wear sequins and speedos. But, yeah. by God, we've already had enough of former PM Tony Abbott, always <laughs> in his slugger. Yep. Yeah, our memory for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Let alone me donning a pair of Aussie buns to walk around the streets of Sydney late at night. I like seeing the morning after photos of the Mardi Gras. Yeah, they're fun, aren't they? The I tell you, these street sweepers of Sydney can tell a few stories of the morning after. Yeah. But as I always say, you know when you've had a great Mardi Gras, when you wake on the sidewalk and the only things in your pants pocket are your car keys and a court summons me on the weekend, no, by no, the way. Not, Have a sensational <laughs> week. See you at Central Coast. <laughs> See ya. Don't change the superannuation. Oh, he's gone. I was just going to say, oh, don't change super. the superannuation. Rob's oh. all blind, they will. Oh, look, we'll look at that uh, one day this week. Hey, um, coming don't get up. me started. No, <laughs> don't get you started. Not on a Monday. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Subscribe now and you'll never miss an episode.